Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. We are here today to talk about the Challenge USA Episode 9. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Vermontian Zoe Tromboli. Hi, everyone. And we got to welcome back our Southern co-host, Mr. Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? Luke, you were not here last week. We had a new individual twist come into the game. What are your thoughts? Brilliant. Uh, if we were not going to have a true algorithm, which we did not, uh, we had no need for that algorithm. So I'm glad that it's a solo game. Uh, I, my only wish is that we had two eliminations at the end of the episode, but I think solo was the right direction to go into. Yeah, there. I do have the worry that, like, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, that going individual at this point, there's, like, the worry that they're just trying to stretch out a season that doesn't have a lot of content there uh, just to get more episodes in. But I think we got a very good episode this week. We did not get a good episode last week. Uh, before we jump into this episode, what were your thoughts on last week's episode? Uh, so unmemorable that I do not remember it. You couldn't you couldn't pay me right now to tell you what happened. I just remember this stain built for Sarah. So what's new? Who went last week? Leo? Mm, no big loss. We wasted a hall brawl. Yeah, if anything, the best thing to come out of the episode was Leo's ex interviews where he was just throwing a lot of shade towards people, production and everything, which is like, I didn't really think of much of Leo on the season, so at least he left a path just to, like, stir the pot a bit. Yeah, I think I saw on social media, like, he had a concussion, and that was, like, the excuse, but I'm like, yo, you can, like, talk when you have a concussion. You can say bye. Right. Like, we saw Jay literally, like, knocking on death's door, and he came out and was like, see you guys. Yeah, that was just salty <laughs> for sure. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, jumping into this week, uh, we see the players on a boat. Cache says she acts a fool when she's on a boat, which I can relate to. Same. They're and just like a light on the show, the Love Island girls, and just like anyone who's not Sarah in general, like just fun. I like watching. That was like a tiny taste of the challenge that we love. Agree. I will say the best part about this week being a female elimination day is we got the females featured a lot. And even on that boat, just seeing Desi and Justine dancing, I was just... I was just like, this is a good week. This is already a good week. It's like just how to start my life. Yeah, we're, we're introduced to the Fab Five, which I know we're going to talk about. But before we talk about them, you know, there's lots of likable people in the Fab Five. Four. And then there's, yeah, there's four. Uh, and then there's Sarah. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people love Sarah. We know this. Please do not comment it. Um, but it's smart for their game to be in a, big majority so like i cannot be mad at these four really great girls for aligning with sarah because on paper it's a good game move as far as like the female side goes and my favorite part was the fact that production when they put up that photo of the fat five they put sarah on the far end so i was able to crop her out real well when i posted my screenshot of the fat five like oh look at this great alliance right here absolutely and I, I will say it is catty to have these five women like fab five, fab five. Like it was said like five or six times. And then you look over three feet and there's Alyssa and Angela sipping their wine. Like, okay, cool. Like, I like it. I like the drama, but like, come on girls. Yeah. I mean, and it really, it insulates some people, but at the end of the day, there is a male component to this game as well. And let's not pretend like there's not a good chance Angela wins. So the fact that you're just, like, writing her off is a really dumb move. 
And I think this is bred completely because we saw this last week. I wasn't on here. Sarah is so jealous of Angela. It makes Angela even more rootable. It's it's fun. It's a fun dynamic. She's so jealous of her that she has to bring up that Ben has been spending time with Angela. Like, she's so obsessed. And it's like Sarah and Ben are like real life friends where like Ben would like throw himself in front of a car for Sarah literally. And she's like, I, I don't I don't like how he's he's next to her. And it's just it's just total jealousy. I, you love to see it. I love because it's just I, I never expected to be a big Angela fan. I, I went to the season actively disliking her, and now I'm I'm fully team Angela. Same. She's just playing this game from all angles, and I think because there's been such lackluster gameplay across the board that she just is adding a very necessary element to this game. And I like that even if she makes mistakes or she doesn't see things all the way through, like she's going for it. And I can appreciate that. What do you, what do you think of Angela's red lipstick? Because I personally am a big fan because I I love the, I love the movie and the book holes kissing Kate Barlow. I just love when you leave the lipstick stain and Angela has left her print on this entire game. I think she's beautiful and she can rock any look like, I'm sorry. I have so many low blows for Sarah that fly through my head. So I have to really like reel it in. But like Angela has looked beautiful this entire season. I've never seen her look bad. So even if her red lip is not your thing, she rocks it. She looks great. At least she looks in mirrors. Miss Sarah Lucina who says she's fearless apparently won't look in a mirror this season. Mm. Mm. Mike crack. Yeah, Angela, she's like the standout female. I don't think anybody can argue that. Yep. And, I mean, as we said, Alyssa and Angela, they are their own duo, which means the Fab Five is Desi, lovely. Justine, lovely. Kayla, delightful. Cache, has fun on votes. Absolutely. Sarah, let's see. No one rat. Um, But, yeah. We move out of this. Uh, you know, Sarah wants to win her money because she's the only person who hasn't qualified for the final. Danny's the same way. He's the only male who hasn't qualified. We get to the daily challenge. And what are we playing, Zoe? We're playing Connect Four. One of my favorite games. I get to play it all the time. Players have to run up and down a soccer stadium. They have to find these little pads that have their name and put four in a row with their name on it. But if they, get, if they find a tile that doesn't have their name on it, they can just flip it the other way around black and – oh, okay. Luke, go for it. They have to use a tile that has their name on it, 1,000%. They can't just find a okay. random black one. But strategically, if they do not want to go for the four right off the bat, they can use the flip side, the black side, to block someone else. Now, from the jump, I think good strategy here is if you're a guy that already has your money and you're, work, you're rooting for a certain girl – you help that girl out. Like 100%. Yeah. And as we see, if you're in an opposing side of the girls alliance, you go for a specific girl or at least that should have been the game plan. You would think Sarah Fab 5, they made a big point of telling us these five. We have people before the challenge saying, "Yeah, we really hope Sarah gets her money and stuff like that." Literally no cooperation whatsoever. And, so, and go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, I think part of it is they went into this challenge a little cocky. I think they were just like, oh, we have the numbers. We're fine. 
there's no way this doesn't work out. And then by the time they realized what was happening, they were also flustered and already in game mode that they couldn't organize or wouldn't organize, especially when you have someone who's like harassing you in their Karen voice. And if Sarah were truly a team player, which she has proven herself not to be, she should have noted from the beginning, Desi's Desi's got the best shot to win and say, girls, let Desi win. She'll keep us safe in the vote. Like, we've got to block these two other girls instead of they're going to block me. They're going to block me. Because even if you're in her alliance, that's great news for you. That means you're not going to automatically be sent in. Like, she worded it so selfishly. Why would anybody ever play her game? Yeah, she and takes a literally every person on the cast. Like, they're they're going to block me. They're trying to block me. And her saying to Dom, who I've not seen her speak to that often this season, like, Dom, you've got to help me out. Why should Dom help you out? Because he's on Survivor? Yes. To her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so great and Zoe you pointed out perfectly like they went into this cocky whereas Alyssa and Angela were immediately on the same page Tyson got on the same page really quickly too and you had people like Ben and Enzo who were just like I'm just gonna stay out of people's business right now because I'm just too terrified to create like put blood on my hands which yeah that's part of the game and Sarah a person who hasn't won a daily challenge all season barking orders to people to help her win a challenge it's like no dude you gotta you're, the, you're playing like the layup they're gonna treat you like the layup but that's why it was such a level of hubris, because, like, she wasn't, she should have realized at a certain point, I'm not playing to win, I'm playing not to lose. And so, like, she was so hell-bent on that, that she couldn't even think of, like, how can I help one of my other teammates, or, how, like, it didn't make sense. And I know Tyson was on the same page as the girls, but, again, hubris, he was just hell-bent on winning, because I really would have liked to see him help Angela and Alyssa and blocking Sarah as well. It didn't matter in the end, but I think it could have been helpful. I think there was some stuff left off the editing table, though, because a lot of stuff on this season is just being left off, like, the table. And I, I do think Sarah was probably cursing people out. I think that we probably... There were probably some fights in this Daily Challenge that we just didn't even see at all. Like, I, like based on the stories of, like, people getting into fights on this season, like, apparently, like, Ben and Dom had a big fight this season where, like, Dom had to switch what bedroom he was sleeping in. Like, it was just, like... Stuff like that's happened. Like, and we're just not, it's not even being shown. Um, yeah, and it's like Sarah got like taken away after like one of those nights because she was frothing with anger. And it just, there's stuff like this going on that they're not showing us. And it's just like, we see Car- we see Sarah freaking out. Imagine what we didn't get to see in this episode. Right. And, you know, when we started recapping this show, it was so fun, so fresh. This is where it's starting to get stale. We do not have those fun elements that MTV gives us of seeing this drama, of seeing people being taken out of their house. And I get CBS is friendly, family friendly, excuse me, but like it's a detriment to us as viewers. And it's also summer and it's on at nine o'clock. Like this is not your 8 p.m. time slot. I think you can spice it up a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's just so disappointing because, you know, you watch some of those old Big Brother seasons, some of the fights are so intense. You watch old Survivor and some of those, some of the words people throw around are, are pretty crazy. And you watch this and it's just, it's it just the childization of reality TV, which is, I mean, supposed to be for adults. It's supposed to be messy. And and I think the shift is that we're trying to protect people because they have lives outside of these shows. But like, you also agree that you're going to be on a reality show and have your reality shown. If you choose to make an ass of yourself, that's a choice you've made. Live with it. 
they're all adults here. This isn't even like they're who's the youngest person on this cast? One of the Love Island girls in their like early mid twenties. Mm-hmm. So they're like the standard age for reality TV. Most of them are mid to late twenties, thirties, forties. Like if these people can't have themselves in check enough to be able to like put the brakes on when they're starting to lose it, then that's on them. This isn't like the days of the real world, the challenge when you were casting literal 19 year olds and pumping them full of booze. Like they chose this life. And if you're a trained police officer who's been on multiple television shows um, and you have training to not lose your cool and you're frothing at the mouth and have to be removed from the house one night, I think that can be shown. I think that can be shown. Mic drop. Ooh, baby. So, Danny McRae has a, his dad's name was Blue McRae. We learned that. So, Blue was the father-in-law of Kiki McRae. Those are big details we need to know. Uh, but he gets he finally gets his first daily challenge when he wins $5,000. He's qualified to run TJ's final. Uh, good for Danny because he's had a lot of top placements this season. He's obviously a very strong player. Good for him. David, I would agree. David was also super impressive in this daily. They were legitimately worried about him. And for good reason. He did really well. He was a second-place male. And had David won, I think we would have had a different outcome in the elimination. Well, we I know we would have. We would have had a much different outcome in the elimination. David's going to look at Desi and her beautiful face and her glory and just her, like, emanating that beautiful energy and aura. And he's going to be able to say no to her. Please give me a break. No chance. Desi could convince David to throw himself into elimination. <laughs> Like Alan, Alan, I could convince David to throw himself into elimination. Let's be real here. But as oh, but I get Luke, your point. You're also, but Luke, you're also gorgeous, a good runner yourself. Don't, no, Sarah, don't say Sarah could convince David to throw himself in. Anyways, uh, our loser, our big fat loser. Sarah Lucina. Sarah. That's the song. And here's what is crazy. I know it is so fun for us to rag on her. On paper at the beginning of the season, I expected her to be so much more dominant. But she, you can't even make an argument that she has been. At all. Nope. Not at all. She's dominated when it comes to embarrassing herself the most times, I think. Easily the worst track record in daily challenge this season of any competitor. Like not even, like like males combined right now. Or like other people left in the game at least. She also, I saw this the other day, has the stat on Survivor for the most daily, whatever it's called, challenges participated in without winning. (laughs) Just a bona fide loser. But everyone's so scared of her. Oh my God, I'm the HBIC, not you, Angela. I can't believe she actually fucking. And Angela has never once made any reference that she's the top girl in charge. Like, and even if she were to, guess what? She actually is. Sarah is so intimidated that someone who she deems as girly and petite and, you know, not bulky and super buff is better than her. She cannot handle that. She's also out strategizing her and mm-hmm. made a, what turned out to be a really brilliant move last week when she was in power to collect up the survivor guys and say yo like you're good with me if i'm good with you 
let me just say this. Angela, if she wanted to, she could easily be a cop. If she wanted to be an MMA fighter, I tell you this, if, if Angela wanted to be an MMA fighter, they would drop a lot of money to watch her fight. Because she could do it physically, and just the aesthetic of putting her on a poster, yeah, people want to see that. Sarah Lucina cannot do what Angela, Angela does. Just flat out. Um, be a model. No, doesn't know anything about diamonds. <laughs> but you have to okay. say, Jesse and Desi mentioning Angela's diamond company. Very good to know, because like Angela literally does not need the money in this game. She's just doing this to upgrade her brand and just like do stuff. I don't know. And I'll go on. Competitive to... too. Like I think she's a competitor and she likes it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll go on to say that Angela probably does need the money. Like, she's not going to, like, say, oh, I don't need that. The only person that probably didn't was Leo, which is why he can so carelessly say things. But because we are jumping around right now, I really appreciate Justine and how she addressed wanting Angela out. There's there's a way to be catty and just say, you think you're the HBSC, you've got to go. But Justine said, you know, God made her and added brilliance, gorgeous athleticism, and said, let's just dump it all in there. And because of that, I do need you gone because you're really great at this game. What a compliment. Like it was amazing. Yeah. There was there was just no I kept waiting for a backhanded thing because I'm so used to that on reality TV where someone lists off all these things and then they just throw in a little backhanded compliment. Justine is just the best person on the planet. And I'm like, I was watching it like, oh Justine, you're just like that though. You're all those things too. But I, I fully agree, Luke. Absolutely. It reminded me, honestly, of um when Nani like threw Amber into elimination on double agents, double spies, agents? lies, and allies. Spies, lies. Oh, obviously it wasn't double agents because she won. But um, spies, lies, and allies. And she was like, "You're gonna beat me. Like, yeah, you, you gotta go." And Amber's like, "I love you. It's fine." <laughs> but I feel like that's what Justine would do. She would say it straight to her face, like, "You're a threat. I can't have you here." And Angela would be like, "I get it. I respect it." It's also great damage control. You know, with Nani saying that to Amber, if Justine had said that to Angela's face, which we know later she doesn't have to, but, you know, someone will come back in the house and not be like, oh, I hate you. They're like, okay, I respect the move. But anyways, we get back to the house. No, 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 no. The we way, go to the bar. Me, no, 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 no. We, so, like, I love you, Luke. I, I, I dearly love you. Uh, <laughs> we need to talk about the other stunning woman, the woman that flexed on us all, the woman who won the Daily Challenge. That's Desi. Mm -hmm. And she was just looking absolutely jacked after she won that Daily Challenge. Just, wow. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree because I love her, but she had a clear path. And she, and she took advantage of that, as she should. But um, I don't think... I'm not trying to hate on her win, but I think that Kayla fell minion to Sarah and got too occupied by like, help, let me help her out, let me help her out. And then Angela and Alyssa had a clear target. So the only other real options were Cache and not sure. Justine, maybe it was a great day. It was a great day to win. I'm not going to take that from her. Um, she played the smartest out of that alliance. Like it's all about yourself at the end of the day. I'm really disappointed to see Kayla's descent into Minion, honestly, because I think that she's played a really good game for her up until this point. And I don't see how just being Sarah's lackey is going to benefit her, because if they can't hit Sarah for some reason, if she strikes gold and wins or whatever, they're going to come for her. 
They're, they're, even though we have the Fab Five and the other two, this is very much a paired-up game where you can see Justine and Desi are very close, Angela and Alyssa are very close, and that just leaves the other three. So I, I think that is part of it. And I, I would say Sarah was even closer to Cache than oh, Caleb for sure. before this episode. Yeah. Desi is odd woman out, so it makes total sense to make moves for her as we see this entire episode. We go. All right. Good flex by Desi. Good win for her. Uh, actually, just a little point. Zoe mentioned about like maybe helping the males. In retrospect, I think Sarah should try to help Ben win the daily challenge because if she was going in regardless, Ben would agree with Desi and Ben would have her back, which is just, I don't know why that wasn't part of her goal. Because they were all scrambling because they didn't have a plan going in and Angela and Alyssa were locked and loaded. Like, we now move in. Before we move on from the daily altogether, I just want to say Angela and Alyssa were super impressive with how many, because they had to get a lot of those tiles, whatever they were, to keep blocking her. And they were putting in work. Like, if if one of them, I think, had just done it to win, they probably could have won. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So let's go to the house now. Uh, Danny and Desi. They're sitting with Sarah. Sarah's like, I would like to see Angela in elimination, and worst case scenario, I face Alyssa. Which I respect that, by the way. I really thought we were going to get a cop-out answer of her asking for the weakest person. I will talk my crap about Sarah, but I do respect that. Yeah, her arrogance knows no bounds. She thinks she can beat Angela in anything, too, even after never beating her in anything. Literally. Desi. Very open to the idea. She's like, okay, we're part of the Fab Five. Um, I want Angela or Sarah out because that means it'll help my chance in the final. we got to get some of these strong women out. Just smart gameplay if you want to win the final. Danny sees that and goes, I don't want to do this. How about Cache? It makes sense, but it's so transparent that, like, and and as he should, he should play his own game. But it's so transparent that that's what he's doing. He's he's trying to take one of Desi's numbers and save good girls to the final. As he should. I'm not hating on that. But I feel like there were better ways around it. I feel like I you. Think, yeah, I was just saying, I think he could have gone the angle of there's a good chance the final is partnered. And right now she is one of the only women I don't want to be partnered with. Those are just an easy $7,500. When Sarah leaves the room, uh, Desi talks about it with Danny. And he's like, well, we have a deal. It's supposed to be me and the other Survivor guys, Dom, uh, Ben, Tyson, and then Alyssa, Angela, you, and Sarah. The eight of us all together. That's not the deal. It's the four Survivor guys, the two girls. And Danny, he just lights his pants off. He just includes them in the deal. Just to, you know, calm down Desi and make her think it's an okay play. And it does not make sense. This was his detriment on Survivor as well. Like, he had good ideas that didn't have great follow-through because there were so many layers to them. It would have been so simple to be like, hey, would you like to join this alliance? Because your alliance is probably not going to make it as far as numbers go because guys are part of this. Um, One of your girls is probably going this week. Do you want to jump ship? I'm not sure she would have said yes, but that would have been much better than to just lie and say, yeah, you're in this alliance, aren't you? That she knew nothing about. 
And he, like, he wouldn't have even had to sell it. Like, they have to join forces with Angela and Alyssa. He could have just been like, Desi, we want to protect you. But, like, these are the girls that we have right now because we they're not a wild card. We know exactly what they're doing. We trust them. We think there's a high chance they win dailies. So we can protect you, too, and just trim the fat of who's left. Yeah, and also sell that guys want to run with you, so you're not in danger. Yeah, you're fine. Like, you're good. And David loves her, too. So it's like the only other male that has potential to win is not going to come for Desi. And he's not going to come for Justine, either, because he loves her, too. He's got great taste. I mean, really, really does. I mean, at least on this show. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on this, show, on this show specifically, right here, right now, he's learned. Uh, <laughs> so I think a lot of the lying in this game, like, has has come out in the actual like voting arena, like when people throw someone in, like that's when they do, when that's when they do the blind sides. This was one of the first times we've seen like someone just genuinely lie before the arena, and it's with Danny, and it's just so funny because he's the most like I'm not trying to rock the boat guy ever, and he was even trying to not rock the boat with the lie he did. But it's just, it just so funny that it came from him. Yeah. I think it's safe to switch to the bar scene where we have Alyssa and Sarah have a very uncomfortable conversation. And I wanted to just say, Alyssa, you didn't have to do this. <laughs> like, this isn't going to help you out in any type of way. Um, but it was really just amusing to watch the two, like, appease one another, knowing that it was fake. They both knew it, like, I mean, there might have been a, a serious element of her saying this isn't personal, because I truly don't think it's fair at that yeah. point. It is, it's strategic. It's a game move. But, like, I think just Sarah's reaction to it, Alyssa's like, okay, maybe now it's personal. Like, I, you're weird. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Why can't you just pretend like the rest of us? I just hate that there are people that will watch that or did watch that and will go, oh, my God, Sarah's so funny. Oh, my God, Sarah got her. Sarah was acting like a kid that loses at Candyland and like flips the board. Mm-hmm. Like she just the she makes a face every time someone walks away and doesn't give her what she wants. She like goes and retells the story to the girls and like twists it into making it seem like Angela was saying something else that she wasn't really saying. It was just like get a grip. It some people actually they take the game seriously, but they will be able to leave it behind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like, I hate to bash her continuously because I know that people get tired of that. But I hope you can at least understand that, like, she makes it so easy. It is just such a simple thing to do. But I think that's really the only thing of consequence that happened at the bar besides just seeing people mingle or... Jump in, uh, Alan. I got, I got a couple. Uh, well, I was going to say, Ben borrowed one of Enzo's hats, too. Uh, uh, I, so, <laughs> I really liked the drink that Cashy had. It looked really thirst-quenching. I just really enjoyed that. I was like, I, I could go for that right now. And then the other thing I had was something that, that has been going on in this episode Dom's just getting too much screen time, and it's like Dom was trying to tell Desi, like, oh, hey, this is our game plan. We're trying to go with this. We're trying to make the safe move. We're trying to get you to the final. And Danny was also, like, 
maybe he does have more power than I'm even giving respect to because he, he Danny was trying to uh ping pong some ideas off of him and it's just like I don't want Dom on my screen but like, apparently these are where the conversations are going Dom is a non-factor and whatever girl wins next week should push for Dom to go to elimination and say he is the weakest person to run a final with we are not survivor strong I mean, it's tricky, though, because at this point, the guys are going to want Dom around. It's true. I just need the <laughs> girls to start thinking critically. There's, I mean, there's a clear three bad guys left in the game. Um, I don't know. David's okay. Actually, there's two bad Fine. guys. And David's solid, actually. He's been, he's been good. Uh, <laughs> we come out of this bar scene, and the big takeaway is Danny is not going to throw in Angela. He just, that's just not going to happen. Um, because he's like, well, he, she can meet Sarah and stuff. And also I don't want her to come for me. Uh, so Sarah realizes this and she's like, okay, then give me, give me Alyssa. I'll take her out no matter what. Da, 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 da. I'm Sarah. <laughs> that was a good impression. Um, she's just exhausting. I, I don't like that. She went up to Desi and, Danny and was like just do it just give it to me like as if they're going to willingly agree to play her game that's been Sarah's biggest flaw this entire time people are not playing for you yeah it's like she's watched the show and she thinks that just because like she is a woman of a certain skill set like obviously anyone that runs like marathons back to back did she run them on different continents she did that whole thing like Mm -hmm. She's a, she's a different breed in that way. Like, I'll give credit where credit's due. She, we've never seen a woman want a final or run a final of that sort of running caliber. Like, we just haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's reasons for her to believe in her potential in certain parts of this game. But you have not done anything, and you're walking around acting like you're the queen. And just it's just so abrasive like the vibe is so bad and there's been a lot of running this season we keep seeing her get outpaced by angela just flat out sarah latina plays a game based on intimidation that's that that's her main thing she just wants to intimidate people she wants to eat turkey legs and she wants people to be afraid of her yet she asks just do it just give me Alyssa. i'll take her out right now just do it danny is more terrified of the concept of Angela winning a daily challenge and getting revenge for her friend Alyssa. Not even just Angela getting thrown in herself, her friend Alyssa getting thrown in, that he's like, yeah, I can't risk that. Literally, I'm so terrified of her. You don't win dailies. I'm not afraid of you at all in that way. You're supposed to be this big intimidator. That girl, that's who I'm really afraid of. And so what is it? what's the end result? We get cachet thrown in. Like... <laughs> Dynamic duo is safe. And I was texting Zoe during the episode. It, it makes sense for Desi to put in cachet because odds are if there was a split decision, TJ would say, okay, Desi, you're going in. And that would make no sense for Desi's game, at least. And in the freak event that cachet beats Sarah and comes back, cachet won't probably win a daily. And even if she did, I don't even think she'd have the balls to go for Desi. Nope. And, and there is always, like, the element of, like, who gets the first vote always impacts things. 
where TJ asking Danny who does he want, and that just decided the fact that Desi would roll with it. I mean, you think back to that original, I mean, you think back to free agents in that vote where uh, Bananas and Nani voted in Cara Maria with a broken hand, and Bananas had the first vote, where if Nani had the first vote, he would have changed it. Uh, sometimes production can just influence that idea. So, I mean, in production probably didn't want Angela or Alyssa going in elimination either. Yeah. It's fun to have rivalries that we can watch. Yeah, we, we bagged on Sarah this entire episode, but, like, legitimately, this was, like, the best episode we've had in weeks, and I, I loved rooting against Sarah. Uh, the elimination. <laughs> Two players go into hamster wheels. Uh, they're, like, I guess they're weighted hamster wheels, and they just got to run on, on, the, on the hamster wheel and beat their opponent. I mean, just outpace them. Why These eliminations. Leave, why did it leave the drawing board? Why? Why did it? Why did it happen? Who who was watching this and was like riveted on the edge of their seat? Sarah. <laughs> After a daily challenge where we just watched people run laps up and down a stadium, we would just watch people run in wheels now. And it's just it's repetitive. It's redundant. It's just not fun in any way. Like, I would rather, like, watch them slap each other with giant bass like they did on Battle of the Seasons. Like, I, like give me something. If you're, if it's not going to be fun, give me something competitive. Or, like, competitive or fun, this was not it. It just repetitive. We just, I hate it. I hate it here. That's all I got to say. And like, why couldn't they even do, like, a climbing sort of elimination? Like, those ones are interesting. Like, punching a peg through the wall and then climbing. Like, that's one of my favorite to watch when they can't see one another on the other side. And if you're production, what a fun episode to have Sarah be so cocky and then lose to the weakest girl in the house. We know that production gives specific eliminations for certain things. Like, imagine they set up Cache. I'm not sure what that would look like. But imagine they tried to set up Cache and Cache beat Sarah. That would be hilarious. But no, we get hamster wheel. The elimination uh, that Cam and Kaylee played Brad and Kyle in where they did the math and did the climbing, that would have been perfect for this episode. It would have been so fun, especially like Tyson yelling math to Cache from the floor. Uh, he's like, just to get Sarah out. That would have been great television. I know I know that's like a cheap way to get Sarah out, but it would have been funny, at least. Cheap, expensive, uh, rigged, don't really care. Yeah, I would have loved it. Two weeks in a row, I mean, I have two weeks in a row, a whole season where the eliminations have just been underwhelming completely. Uh, we got Hall Brawl last week, and it was just terrible to watch. We get this this week, and it's just players running laps, and it's annoying as hell. Please give us just a good elimination this season. That's all I'm asking for. Just give us at least one. There's one coming, and I'm only saying this because you can see it in the trailer. I'll say no more, but there's a good one coming that I'm yeah. very interested to watch. I just hope it's competitive. Like, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get scenes for next week. Uh, David looks like he's losing his sanity um, because Angela says, I'm not even going to entertain him. Like, And that is one thing that I can see David doing that he's done on other shows he's been on is he tries to force a storyline when he feels like not much is going on. I feel like that's going to happen next week. It may be really hopeful that Angela wins the Daily, too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, would love that. 
Other things we do have to note, though, before we, before we can, cap, uh, cap out, Cache's out. Um, I think she's been one of the weaker players left in the game for weeks, and I think she just has to go at this point. She mentioned Cinco at the beginning, and I completely forgot about him. Which is what she wanted. Yeah. She wanted her Sarah Tess said, like, everyone's going to be so intimidated by me after I beat the person everyone thought was the weakest player in the game. Which Danny made a point to say, you're welcome. You can thank me later. She then announces the Fab Five is over. So we got the Fab Five at the beginning of the episode. It's already gone now. Well, as soon as they saw Cache start to do, like, dance in the hamster wheel, I think the Fab Five just completely, like, their souls left their bodies and like, oh, no, okay, this is over now. <laughs> Sarah being vengeful towards Desi when, like, she has two other people to go after is, like, the most Sarah thing ever, just putting herself more on the outside. I, I don't think she'll have the balls. I think that's, like, she's a confessional gangster. Because how many times did Angela run by her in this episode and she was mute? But the second she was, like, out of earshot, she's like, Angela's picking on me. Luke, I can I cannot. I cannot deal with Sarah Lucina anymore. And I just had the worst thought. What if Sarah somehow pulls out this win and we have to watch her on a global season? Oh. Let's pray. Okay. It's- if we have to watch her on a global season, I want Coral to be there. I want Jack want... to be there. I want Casey to be there. I want Cara Maria to be there, for God's sake. And that says a lot coming from me, okay? Like, mm. that's... I'm... <laughs> I'm willing to take out four years of private school college loans worth of money <laughs> to get Evelyn Smith on here oh. just to F her up. Oh. <laughs> mm. well, let's hope that's not a reality. <laughs> Any closing thoughts? I'm ready for this show to start wrapping on up. It really would have been perfect for them to just do male and female eliminations weekly. It would have made perfect sense, and it would have made the season the right length of time. I'm worried we're going to lose half the audience by the time the final rolls around anyway. I feel like we already have. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this would be a great 10-11 episode season, and it's going to be 14-15, and that's unfortunate. Uh Nothing worse than a season that just drags on. Thank you for listening to us today. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. Hit a like on the channel. Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Follow Zoe on Twitter at Zoe Trimbo. Follow me on Twitter at the Alan Aguirre, at CF Confessionals on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. We're good. See ya. Bye.